Grief Stories is not a crisis resource. Please seek support from a qualified professional in your area to meet your unique emotional and medical needs. You are listening to the Grief Stories podcast. I'm your host, Maureen Pollard, a social worker with an interest in helping people find hope and healing when someone they love has died. In each episode, you'll hear a real person sharing their story of loss and the insights they have gained that help them on their journey with grief. At Grief Stories, we're helping grief make sense one story at a time. Today's guest is Adele Racine, heart medicine woman. And we're going to talk today about the myth that grief is a sign of weakness. So welcome to the Grief Stories podcast, Adele. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, thanks for having me, Maureen. Good. Today we wanted to talk about um, a myth about grief, that grieving is a sign of weakness. And so in this series of uh, conversations with people, I'm talking about how the misconceptions of grief can interfere with our um, our process and our healing. So when we think about grief, a lot of people think it's it's a sign of weakness to be in those emotions. And I think what we wanted to talk about today really is how much courage and strength it takes to grieve and heal. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit, reflect on on that from your perspective? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so for me, you know, grieving is really, it is part of life. It is one of the emotions that we as humans experience and we experience because we experience love right and and with that um when we lose someone um we we must feel uh, what we need to feel um in order to i don't like the term get over it because mm-hmm. it's always a part of us, right? We have to learn to walk with our grief as a friend, in my opinion, that in my experience, in my opinion, we make friends with those emotions that um, as they present themselves, not that we necessarily want to hang out with grief 24-7 for 21 days at a time, but we need to allow ourselves to experience it, Um and to find ways then to to um, to to take the grief and 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 mold it into gratitude, because gratitude for having have had that experience, that connection, that life with that person, that cat, that dog, whatever it is, um, that we can be grateful for having had that experience of love with them. Yeah, I think what you're saying really resonates for me. Because grief is love, you know, befriending it makes sense. And mm. it does take it, you know, it takes strength and courage to walk with your grief, to befriend it, to have it be part of your experience in a new way as you carry the story of your person forward, right? Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's part of us. It doesn't have to just become us. We don't have to become, you know, um, in order to be a, um, to express how much we in, indeed loved someone to be in that place of mourning and grief for them. I, I'd like to imagine what would that person say to me from the other side? Cause that's truly what it is, is they just, 
they're still, they still walk with us, but they just walk with us in a new way. And mm. if we can feel their presence and acknowledge, you know, um, their guidance, because they offer it to us, whether it's, you know, um, finding a feather on your path as you're walking or the wind stirring up just as you're having a memory of them. There's all these subtleties that I think creation is trying to remind us that this is what it is to be alive. Mm -hmm. So it strikes me that sometimes the strength comes in being calm and, um, and, and patient with your grief and, Mm. and noticing things that feel like signs and a connection to the love that you have for the person. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's also it's, it's, it's a, such a way of, you know, for me is honoring their, their, their existence, their memory. If, if we didn't think or feel grief, whatever the level is, you know, um, if, if we don't feel it for them, um, I mean, it's not living to not feel like we mm-hmm. have to feel to heal. And it's it's all part of us our complicated makeup of being two-legged, right? I like that phrase, we have to feel to heal. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's so mm-hmm. rich in terms of the, sometimes it, it actually saps our energy and takes away our strength when we try to put a barrier up and not feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes we just want to sit on the couch and have a tea and remember someone. And maybe at that point, we, we, um, we create art. Art is a real beautiful way of of connecting um with our emotions and our spirit right the spirit Mm -hmm. recognizes creating things so whether it's words a drawing or music music for me has been um powerful and just in my everyday um whether i'm singing a prayer in the morning as i walk down the road it's just songs and music help us feel a connection and it helps bring us into a vibration of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Right. And well, and it also strikes me that music is such a powerful way to just allow feelings to be. You know, songs mm. can songs can be sad. They have permission to be sad sometimes, but we don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we should, you know, and we should be giving ourselves permission to just, you know, if we're feeling uh, if sad, we're feeling sad. I mean, I think the, you know. Um, and sometimes we're triggered. The sadness is, is you know, especially right now, we're grieving so much as as, as humans, right? We're mm-hmm. and it's not just here in Canada. Around the world, we're going through something where we're being pulled away from family and pulled away from connections, and we're not able to be with someone as they transition from one world to another. And that in itself has its own levels of grief, right? We might already be grieving, losing our job. We might already be. So it's not just about people we grieve, you know, um, we grieve for loss. Um, It's, it's true. There's so many things that have changed and, um, and that are now absent, including the rituals and ceremony we would bring around together when people are leaving us. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. and so this um, takes some of our energy uh, and leaves us struggling if we can't if we can't just be with what is. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's char- challenging because, you know, we can burn a lot of energy in the, uh, I would have, could have, and should have, right. And what mm-hmm. if, and what if, what if I could have been there? Right. Um, so I think that's where if we can find, um, time, I think for me, time in nature is super powerful. So if we can find a quiet place just to be and to be because mindfulness and, and being present with our emotions and being authentic with our emotions when they, you know, um, um, when they present themselves for whatever, right. Be present with them because if we try to bottle them up, they're not, they're just going to, it's called the bottle and blow. Right. Yeah. Um, and if you bottle all this stuff up, you know, um, but to be able to express it. And that's why I talk about writing or art. If you need to express your anger in, in words and take it to a fire and burn it. Right. We, mm-hmm. we, we can find our own way to uh, work with, you know, these emotions and we shouldn't just create when we're sad or grieving. We should create when we're happy. We should create whenever we're feeling anxiety. Maybe we just need to, you know, look at a stone for a while and be present with that. And be present mm-hmm. with the breath because the breath is, you know, we're one breath away from being on the other side. Mm-hmm. And we don't know when that's going to, that last breath is going to come for us. So mm, I've learned over my many moons where I'm at now is, is to have my lenses on because I think it's something that we learn, right? We learn from others how to, how to be with emotion and how to be with, with the world and, we are our job is to find our own way that works for us because there's not just one way to, that's going to work for everybody and for me i'm i'm grateful that i've learned from some pretty incredible elders um along my journey you know uh, i've seen some pretty miraculous things um within nature that showed me clear signs that we are we are energy um, the whole world is energy. The trees are these beautiful balls of energy. So is the sky. Um, but you might get classed with a little bit woo-woo if you think too much that way. So it's important to just, again, find your way. Find your God. Find what allows you to feel this sense of awe mm-hmm. with being alive. Right? Well, that's very much it. A sense of awe with being alive. A sense of connection mm-hmm. to the love for the person and the people mm-hmm. in your life and, and whether that's here or after they've passed that, that, mm-hmm. that love, that love connection is still powerful. And then mm. finding ways like in, I like what you're saying about art as a tool for expressing the hard stuff and also the beauty, the beauty mm-hmm. of that, the connection mm-hmm. and, and the lives mm-hmm. together. Um, life is both. Life yeah. is both like easy uh, like you know like um can for some seem easy um but we you know the thing to remember is we there are people that put on appearances so yeah. we don't truly know where people are walking unless they feel free enough to be authentically who they are yes right yeah um and um and to recognize we all experience this as humans mm-hmm. we just experience it differently right um so uh, this summer, I or late in the fall this year, I got stung by a bee. I'd never been allergic before. I'd been just stung in July, and I got stung at the end of September, and I was by myself on, on the land, and I knew within a couple of minutes that something was wrong. So I called 
a friend and luckily she was able to come and she's a retired nurse and she took a look at me and said hmm try to take these pills and I was trying to take some Benadryl and I couldn't swallow and then that's when I had the realization that besides not being able to feel my face or you know um um, that there was and being broken out in hives, that there was something wrong, even though I wanted to deny that there might be something wrong. So in that moment, by the time I got to the hospital, I became very aware that if something happened to me, the people that I loved really wouldn't necessarily know that I love them, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's, I think it's just important that we... Um, we let people know. And I think what's happening with, um, is we can get, you know, in the social media world, we can see people's lives and then we can withdraw even further into our hole because our life is not like what's being projected. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think part of the healing is to step away from these, these, um, things that would have us, uh, uh react in a way of not being adequate or not having enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it comes back to having the strength to be authentic, to be, you know, to be authentic in not only in your life, in your grief, in your pain, in your connections, um, to find your own way, which is really what we've been talking about as well, is the, uh, the authenticity and the, the individuality, your unique light shines in the world. Mm. And having the courage to shine that light just the way it's meant to. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and to remember that, you know, we really, we all come into this existence as pure light and love in energy. I'm not talking physically because there's sometimes we don't physically get everything mm-hmm. when we come into this world. But in the essence of, of energy, light and love is how we come into this world. And for me, my journey has been trying to get back to recognize and to live within that as close as I can with an acceptance of the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Acceptance of, of whatever is that's happening, whether I have physical limitations or whether it's, uh, you know, um, but to, you know, to not focus on what I don't have, but to focus on what I do have. And mm-hmm. I think that comes for loss as well. Like with losing people, I focus on what I did have with them. Versus mm-hmm. what I don't have with them. And, and, you know, it is a learning journey. We don't all just wake up the next day and decide. But I think as we, as we give ourselves permission to feel and to, and, and to heal our way and to, you know, find ways to create, to soothe our, our spirit, you know, I think that that, that in itself helps. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, the horses are powerful for holding and allowing you to experience grief. And to be present, they hold a space for you so that you can feel what you need to. And then I tell my clients, you have a choice to leave it, leave it here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The biggest part of that, you can leave here with the rest of the poop in the field and it'll mm-hmm. get cleaned up. And in yeah. a few years, it'll go in the garden and it'll be something beautiful. It'll help create something beautiful. So just like we, right, when yeah. we deal with our, our you know. Yeah. You well, know, and I'm I th- not going to say the word, but, but yeah. you know, when we deal with our stuff uh, yeah. and we look at it, if we let it pile up, it's going to be overwhelming to deal with it. But when we make the choice that I'm going to, I'm going to love me for who I am, I'm going to, you know, walk through life in circle with life. There, there you go. Walking yeah. in circle with life. Right. And right. Um, with all that comes with it, the, the, the glory and the pain. 
Yeah. And I think that, you know, sometimes when we're feeling the pain, we feel weak. And that's maybe where this misconception about mm-hmm. people in grief are weak is because mm-hmm. we can feel low energy. We can feel the strain of adjusting to this new part of our story. Um, mm-hmm. And we haven't figured out how to shed it yet, how to leave it in the field to get cleaned up by nature. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so it's this process then um, and the strength of grieving comes through being willing to feel it and face it and, and work it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to say it's like treating like, you know, treating like a visitor. Sometimes it blows in and, and, and it tears your house apart, but you, it's still a visitor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it just wants us to just come in and just, you know, sit quietly. So I think that, you know, learning to be okay with emotion, right? And learning to be with it. It is part of life. Yeah, it is part of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I mean, I think when we when we think about our, our conversation, one of the things that we're feeling is that, you know, each person has to find their way. And whether that involves being in nature, uh, creating, uh, feeling your connections to people here and people who've passed, um, those are all parts of being in your grief and it takes strength to go through those experiences and to heal. You have to feel it to heal it. When you're feeling it, you might feel kind of weak, but in the long run, you become stronger by being with that, that pain, which is a reflection of your love. Uh, I think for my final thought I want to share is that you know, as far as losing people is that when they're called home, if we can be reminded that their love and light lives within it all and this knowing, keep your heart open when their spirit comes to call and just count all your blessings and walk with your Lord, whoever that is each day and share your truth, love and compassion with those along your way. And know that along your way, I hope you hear me say they're in the light of each day. They're fine. It'll be okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It helps me to remember that 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 there there are spirit, the spirits of those who have gone before us, uh, an animal or you know four legged, two legged, whatever it is. It's all about us. It's all around us, mm-hmm. and um, we just need to tap into that strength. And uh, so I hope your listeners find their way, and they get creative, and have yeah. fun. Yeah. Yes. Creativity with an open heart, creativity with an open heart. And yeah. And uh, And find the time for fun because it's okay to have fun. It's not, it's not, we're not bad grievers if we, if we have fun, right. Um, We need to find our light again and continue to live because Mm -hmm. we have the opportunity to. So, Mm -hmm. so, uh, well, thank you for having me, my darling. It was Uh, lovely to speak with you. Thank you. It's always lovely to speak with you too, Adele. Thank you so much. Mm. Okay, take care. Blessings. Thank you for listening to the Grief Stories podcast. I'm your host, Maureen Pollard. Please remember that grief is universal, but every person's experience of grief is unique. While our interviews are intended to help listeners feel validation and reassurance, we know that this story might be different from your own. Please visit our website, griefstories.org, for more stories of hope and healing.